What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and in this video, I'm going to answer a lot of your guys' Snapchat questions. Uh, if you guys aren't following me yet on Snapchat, my username is StefanJames1. I'll have a link below. But I've got my phone here, and I've gotten so many snaps of questions for people over the last few weeks, and I've just been so busy that I don't... Unfortunately, I don't get a chance to respond to everybody, and you know I do where you know where I can, but I've just been so busy on a few projects and with my team and a lot of things that are going on, as well as maintaining my personal life and relationship and all that sort of stuff. And so, uh, I get a lot of emails and messages every day, over a hundred plus per day, phone calls, etc. It's impossible uh, for me to answer them all. And so um, that's why I do things like this. That's why I create the content and videos because it gives me the ability to scale and leverage myself and, and influence a lot more people than working with people just on an individual basis. I'm not a big fan of working with people individually because I realize the internet has given us the ability to leverage ourselves and reach a lot of people. So I'd much rather reach thousands of people by doing a video like this as opposed to just one person. So I've got my phone here in front of me, and I'm going to go through my snaps, um, the snaps that I have, and I'm going to pull up some of the questions that people have submitted, and uh, just a lot of them are just random topics, questions, a lot of them personal questions people want to know about me, um, and I'm just going to hammer through a lot of them and just answer them for you guys here. If you guys follow me on Snapchat, if you guys have, have your questions or whatever, then you guys can watch this, and I might probably answer it here for you. All right, so let's see what I've got here. Someone's asking, hey, Stefan, um, seriously, this is from Alex Toms, Alex Toms, 96. Hi, Stefan, I'm seriously looking into starting a dropshipping business with Amazon. We'd like to know if you have any co- uh, a course that you think would be a good investment for me to take before starting. Would you like to come out of university with cash flow instead of debt and potentially a career? Thanks. Um, I'm not into dropshipping, to be honest, man. I'm sorry, but um, I'm more into building your own brand because that's the ultimate thing that you want to build in your business. When you're drop shipping, you're just you know you're promoting other people, other brands, and you want to build your own brand. And really, at the end of the day, in your business, the only real assets that you have are your brand, which is basically a name that a mass number of people recognize, know, and associate some sort of emotion or meaning to, uh, as well as your website and as well as your email list. So you always want to build those long term in your business. I'm not totally familiar with drop shipping. I like more FBA, like private labeling products, because at least then you can build your own brand. Um, even for like affiliate marketing, you might be promoting someone else's products, but you're building your own brand in the process. So that's why I always encourage people to do, even if you're publishing Kindle books, build your own brand you know, uh, of your books and products that you're selling or other people's products, whatever it is. Uh, so I don't know a course that teaches drop shipping. I'm sure there's some out there, but there's none, unfortunately, that I can recommend for you today. Um, okay, next question. I, ha- I have some, and it's like the thing with Snapchat is you don't really get to see the questions once you've viewed them sometimes. So sometimes I take screenshots. But one question here was, do you uh, usually bring your significant other when you travel? 
And uh, I've got a girlfriend that I've been with over two years now. And yes, we do travel a lot together. For four months, we traveled to Japan, Thailand, Bali, um, Dominican Republic. We went to Puerto Rico, we went to Miami, we went to Sedona. So we traveled for four months together. Coming up, we're going to Nicaragua to volunteer to build two houses that I funded. Many of you guys contributed to that as well, so thank you. So we're going on a volunteer trip. Um, you know, we've got some other trips planned too together. Some of them I go by myself. So for example, in August, I'm going to Tony Robbins Business Mastery in Las Vegas. That's more by myself. Uh, we're doing a meditation retreat together, Vipassana, 10 days. I think that's in September, October. Um, in December, we're going to Tony Robbins Date with Destiny in Florida. In January 2017, we're going to Jackson Hole, which I think is in Utah or Wyoming or Idaho, one of those places, but it's a really famous like ski and snowboard resort. So a few things we do together, and I think it's really important if you're in a relationship that you're growing together. You're growing with the person. You're not growing apart. And I'm on an accelerated growth path in my life. I grow massively fast. Uh, I'm growing at a speed that most human beings don't grow at. And when you have money, you can accelerate your growth, which is key. So I invest even more in myself. I invest in myself when I had no money because I had to make sure I'm growing to get out of that situation and no money. But when you have money, you always want to make sure that you're doing the things that got you to where you are, which is always growing and evolving and improving yourself. And so travel is a big part of my life. I love to travel. Um, and uh, definitely, you know, if you're with someone that you want to be with and spend your life with, you've got to be willing to invest in them as well. And so that's, you know, what I do with my girlfriend is we grow together and we do a lot of the traveling and stuff together as well. Uh, let's see here. Hey, I never comment, I never do any of that, but I thought it was about time to say thank it's you. It's a video message. Such an inspiration. I play your videos in the background while I'm laundry. Awesome. Beautiful videos uh, saying thank you. Really appreciate it. All right. So here's uh, one. How to confront your fears. Man, you know what? Fear, you've got to just confront it, man. There's no uh, tips that I can give you to do it. You just got to do it. You can't think about it because when you think about it, it gets worse. When you focus on the fear, you, you amplify. Whatever you focus on expands. It gets bigger. It's really no different than jumping into a swimming pool, right? If you just try to you know, dip in your toe, then you're going to make the process more painful. But you just got to jump in and do it and not even think about it. Um, and one thing that is useful is having someone that can push you. For me, when I was younger, I had a huge fear, and most people do, around approaching strangers, meeting women. And for me, when I was young, that was really the only goals that I had is I wanted to have a girlfriend. And I wanted to approach women and meet them and stuff like that. And so I was so afraid to approach an attractive woman and introduce myself and say hi and have a conversation. I didn't know how to do it. I was so nervous. I was very shy, very insecure. And what helped me to do it was having a wingman. In fact, I, rem- I still remember the day in Vancouver. It was one summer. I came downtown. I was living far away at that point. But I came downtown and met these group of guys that I met on the internet. And we went around to the mall and stuff. And I saw them approach these women. And it blew me away because I was like, oh, my God. Like, you can actually do that? You know, you only see that stuff in the movies. And so when I saw it, I was like, wow. And part of me was like, wow, I can do that. You know, it doesn't look that hard or that challenging. And it was just, they, they humanized the whole process. And I had this one uh, guy named Casey. And Casey was like, dude, he pushed me to talk to this girl. And he, just, he told me what to say. He's like, go up, go and ask her this. And then just, you know, walk away. And so there's a girl at a kiosk that was working there. And I figured, 
you know, she's working at a kiosk, so she has to be nice to me because it's her job and I'm a customer. And so I went up to her and I asked her a question and she responded and I just left. And for me, you know, uh, you know, it was a big fear, but I made it simpler for me. I made it smaller just by um, taking that baby step. I didn't have to go over and get her phone number and get a date and stuff like that. That'd be too overwhelming. But I took a baby step just to approach and, and eject and what happened was that gave me confidence. It conquered that fear a little bit. And then I did it again and again. You get momentum. And then, you know, I, I would just rinse and repeat that, you know. So whether it's just as small as asking for directions on the street and then slowly building up. And I used to coach people on this too. And I'd say, hey, for now, we're just going to focus on adding value to people. So if there's a woman that you want to meet, just go up to her and just add value. Don't try to get something. Don't try to take. Don't try to get a number or anything like that. Just go up and just give a compliment. You know, you can just walk up to someone and say, hey, listen, this might sound strange, but I just had to come over and say that you look beautiful today and I want to wish you a great day. Take care. And you just walk away. You know, or hey, you know, I had to come up and say that you're really cute. Have an awesome day. Take care. And you just walk away. Hey, you know what? I had to come up and say, I want to wish you guys a great day. Right? You could do that for anybody. You could do that for old ladies, for a group of guys, whatever, and just wish them a great day. Right? Or give a compliment on their hair or their shoes. Make sure it's honest and genuine. And then what happens, you get comfortable with that, then you can take it one step further. So you go up to someone and say, hey, listen, I had to come up and give you a compliment and say that you look amazing today. Um, you know, what are you up to today? Right? You transition with a question. What are you up to? What's going on? Where are you going? You know, and now you're in a conversation. So slowly taking it one step further is key, but just having those baby steps and just facing it and doing it and having a wingman, someone that can push you is really key. Someone says, you are the man learning from you every day. Appreciate it. Cool. And this person got 50,000 Instagram followers. Awesome. Hey, Stefan, great job upping your Snapchat game. Cool. Some of them are just comments. Cool. Which Apple store did you go to? <laughs> so I shared on my Snapchat, I went to the Apple store because my, um, my MacBook cracked, my, my screen. And so I got it hooked up to my Thunderbolt. And I had like an iPad that was cracked as well. And uh, Apple store is just here, downtown Vancouver, Pacific Center. Went in. Cool thing that happened is my, um, so my screen uh, cracked. And it's not under Apple Care or anything like that. And um, I went in and they actually said they're going to replace it for free. It would normally costs $800, but because on the screens that I have, there's like some fading around the edges of it, they said that they replaced that regardless if the screen's cracked or not. And so that's why I'm getting a free screen. So that's a huge win, uh, which is really cool. And my iPad screen was cracked. The iPad, I think it was iPad Mini 2 or something like that. And um, they gave me a new iPad for like 200 bucks, which is really cool. So really cool stuff. All right, here's a, oh my God, this is really long. <laughs> All right, let me, let me see if I can answer some of these here. This is from Vans5673. I'm 19, want to sell Amazon full-time. I was curious. I did see your, your YouTube video on Amazon. Why don't you have videos about fees? I don't know what's better. Amazon, FBA are doing it myself. Well, fees depends on your product. It depends on the shipping of the product, your supplier, it depends on the size, the weight, the storage of Amazon, all that sort of stuff. So fees, I, I can do a video on it, but really, you know, fees are really based on each individual product. And um, he was wondering, you know, should you do FBA or, or not yourself? Like you, can, you can ship your product yourself or you can have Amazon do it. I always offer Amazon because 
they give you advantages um, to they, they help rank you better when you do when you offer uh, fulfillment by Amazon, so you get better rankings for that. Um, you're building up your seller feedback. You you know they they've got like the best process in the world for fulfillment. So it's worth just outsourcing it to them to them for that. You don't want to be going to ship your own products and stuff, you know. So definitely have Amazon do fulfillment for you. Thank you for advice and value. You always give. Appreciate it. Any advice on YouTube channel? I have gaming channel with only 41 subscribers, and I try to upload every day. Try to add value. How long did it take you to get to 100k subscribers? Took me about four years to get to 100,000 subscribers, and um, you know, at the beginning, it's slow. You got to understand. You got to create content and publish content on YouTube that other people want. You can't create content on what you think you want or what other people you think they, they want. You got to make sure you create content what people actually are searching for and see value in and create and provide that for them. And always learn from other people on YouTube. You can learn a lot from them in your niche, in your market. There's, I got YouTube videos on how to optimize videos and some, of, uh, some strategies as well. And if you want to really up your game, I've got a whole course called Affiliate Marketing Mastery and I teach all my strategies for YouTube there. So that's at affiliatemasterymastery.com. <clears throat> it's hard to smile when you struggle every day. I feel like I've been stuck for years. I'm 19. Hard to explain how I feel. Nothing is right in my life. Uh, your girlfriend is beautiful. I need to listen to your skills getting girls. Okay. Um, listen, if you're struggling in your life, you got to understand struggling. You're not, listen, I understand you say you're struggling and everything is subjective and you got to understand that you're struggling because you're creating a meaning and you're interpreting things in a way that's making you struggle. It's not the events of your life that determine your happiness, but it's how you interpret the events and the meaning that you associate to it. You know, I'm going to Nicaragua, you know, in a few days and 80% of Nicaragua lives on less than $2 a day. You know, I'm going to go and I'm going to see families and spend time with them and build their house that live in poverty. They don't have, like their house is like cardboard box or like some dirt and bricks and they don't have a front door. They sleep on the dirt. They have to like walk and stuff to get their water each day. It's contaminated. You know, they don't get a shower. Their, their bathroom is like a hole in the ground, you know, like, you know, another part of their house, you know, and these are people that are like struggling, but honestly, it's like when you actually go there, it's all about your interpretation and how you perceive things because the kids there, the families are happy. They're loving. They believe they've got a great quality of life here. You're someone that says that you're struggling. You're 19 years old and you've got a phone. You're spending time on Snapchat. You've got an internet connection. You probably have a computer. You probably have a TV. You said that you do gaming. So you have like maybe a PlayStation, Xbox. Like, come on, let's put things in perspective here for a minute. <laughs> so realize that you have incredible gifts in your life. You're struggling because you're not recognizing and seeing the gifts that you have. You're not seeing the good. You know, you're not be feeling grateful and appreciating the fact that you have Snapchat, that you have resources and information that you have access to that other people in the world don't have access to at all. You have incredible opportunities. You have the ability to make money, create your life. You're young. You have your whole life ahead of you. You know, So it's not about the events. It's about the meaning that you associate. Nothing in life has any meaning but the meaning that you give it. There's people that would die and love to be in the situation that you're in. 
But you have to understand that your happiness is not based on your events, you know, and things that happen to you. It's something that you create each day. You know, you have the power and the ability to be happy right now. You know, you have the ability to put a smile on your face, to breathe deeply, to focus on what's good. And that's why a lot of people struggle is because they don't realize that they have the power to develop and change your emotional state. You have control over it. It's not based on the circumstances of life. My friend, if there's one gift that I can give you, thing that will transform your life, it's get my Morning Ritual Mastery course, morningritualmastery.com. It's 37 bucks. Get it. Find a way. Work, you know, get a job. Buy that course and apply it fully. If you apply it fully, it will change your life because it will create a morning ritual and it will change your mindset because you've got to change your mindset, my friend. Your mindset is limiting you massively in your life. And if you, you know, want to even you want to get girls and stuff, it comes from that mindset. You're not going to attract someone of quality with a limiting mindset, with a negative attitude, because the quality women that you're going to want to attract are going to want to be attracted to someone that has their life together. Doesn't mean they're successful or anything like that, but someone who's happy, who's on purpose, who is uh, has a great energy to them, because in the energy state that you're vibrating in right now of struggling and fear and negativity, you're going to attract someone that's the same as you. Uh, someone who's happy and like emotionally healthy is not going to be attracted to you. They're not going to be attracted to that. They're going to be attracted to someone that inspires them, that can uplift them in their life. So you know, hopefully you take that advice and really develop that. Uh, let's move on to another question. What do you listen to at the gym, music, audiobooks, or motivational speeches? I mix it up. You know, every, every day is a little bit different. Sometimes I just want to listen to music. I think there's an incredible value in music. It really uplifts you. can change your state. It really gets me pumped up and motivated. There's different genres of music that I listen to as well. I love all types of music. Sometimes it might be hip-hop. Other times it might be house or techno. Other times it's more uplifting music. Sometimes I listen to classical music because that really helps put me in a certain state of vibration. I like really uplifting music for the most part. Um, and so I listen to a lot of different types. I do also listen, not as much audiobooks lately, but a lot of like audio programs, whether that's Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins or Brian Tracy, or sometimes I'll just listen to YouTube videos in the background as well. Or if I'm on the treadmill, I'll put on a video so I can look at it while I'm, you know, doing some cardio and stuff. So I always switch it up, but whatever feels right for you and whatever you need for that day at that given period of your life. All right, here's another question. Uh, Stefan, I'm going to be starting an e-commerce store. I was thinking about starting it on Shopify and do dropshipping. I was just curious about what your thoughts on, on Shopify dropshipping and if you can think there are any better ways starting an online store, like maybe doing Amazon FBA or the Kindle Publishing talk a lot about. I was just curious which road is better for beginner online entrepreneurs such as myself. Um, so as I already mentioned, I shared my opinions on dropshipping before. I'm a big fan of creating your own brand. I like Amazon FBA. Uh, or Kindle Publishing is great too, or you know the Affiliate Marketing Mastery course that I released. Those are the business models that I've utilized in my business that I've had success with. There's other ways to make money online. You know, There's many different ways, but these are the ones that made the most sense to me that I've been able to create success with, that I can help you with the most, um, that I enjoy. Other people have had a lot of success as well. So you just gotta find the right path for you. And I recommend if you haven't already, check out the free course that I created at projectlifemastery.com slash free course. Um, head on over there, enter your email address. I share seven different online business models 
you know, I share the difficulty of each, the average investment of each as well. And that will help you get on the right track and uh, share different resources that I recommend to help you get started to build your own online business. So go to projectlifemastery.com slash free course and start there. That's where I recommend to get started. Hey, Stephen, question for you. Did you rent your new place or um, did you purchase it? I was just wondering if you're going to rent until the market cools down. All right. So question from Amika. Am I renting my current place or am I buying it? Uh, if you follow my monthly goals reports, then you'll know that I have a goal this year to buy a place. And um, I've been updating on that goal and I'm looking at different opportunities and stuff. And I spent a lot of time thinking about this because I could buy you know, a place. I have the means and the money to do so. But the kind of place that I want to live in for the certain lifestyle that I want to have, and especially for my business, and especially with the real estate market right now in Vancouver, it's insane. I decided it made more sense to rent for the time being. Uh, I already own a real estate property. I own one in Delta. Many of you guys know that was one of my goals in 2013 that I achieved was to buy and invest in real estate. And obviously, I invest in a lot of different ways and stocks and uh, different things like that. Um, But I decided to rent. And I believe there's value in renting. There's also value in buying. And it really depends on your circumstances and situation. Uh, For me... The place that I'm living right now that I just moved into um, is about $3 million. To give you guys an idea, there was a listing of this place online from 2011. And in 2011, this place got sold for $1.9 million, I think. You know, you could see the listing and stuff when I did a Google, uh, Google search. So $1.9 million back in 2011. In 2013, it was sold uh, again at two point. I think 2.5, 2.7 million. Um, that was in 2013. Um, the owner of this place just bought this place not long ago. And for those that don't know, Vancouver, Vancouver is one of the most expensive cities in the world in terms of real estate. It's up there with New York and everything. Um, and just in the last year from 2015 to 2016, the real estate market's gone up by 25%. Pretty insane. You know, my brother actually just sold a bunch of his properties because uh, he's made tons of money from uh, the value going up. So the place that I'm staying right now is worth over $3 million. Um, now, <clears throat> could I buy a place worth $3 million? I don't know, maybe. Um, you know, I could put down a couple hundred thousand dollars or whatever as a down payment, but the challenge is, do I want to put all my wealth, you know, I've, I've got over a million dollars liquid wealth that I could, you know, put down as a down payment, do I want to put everything and sell all my investments and stuff to be able to do that and then borrow a million, two million dollars from the banks? Would they even loan me that amount of money? Do I want to have that kind of debt? Probably not. Um, so from a financial perspective, it didn't really make sense. Um, also, I need to make sure I have a place for my business. And one of the great advantages of having a home-based business is that you can, rent off, you can write off part of your apartment space. So I can write off my office. I can write off a bathroom that has three bathrooms and two bedrooms. I can write that off as a business expense. So my business is now paying for part of it, as well as I can write off a certain percentage of marketing as well because I'm planning on hosting different business meetups and masterminds here, and having the space and the means to do that is really important based on my goals. Another factor that I factored in is, do I even want to live in Vancouver long-term? I'm not even sure, 
right? Maybe I want to go live in California long term. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not a fan of the weather here during winter time. I travel, just travel for four months out of the year. So do I want to live here? Again, that's another question long term. And then also, you know, I'm in a situation in my life where I don't have kids. I don't have a family yet. Over the next few years, that will be something that I want to transition more into. And so, you know, why buy a place? Especially a luxury place is very hard to sell because it's very niche and um, you know, renting provides flexibility that if I want to travel or whatever it is, you know, I'm not committed in trying to have to sell a luxury place. And who knows if the rent, you know, real estate market could crash or the bubble could burst in the next few years. So a lot of factors went into my decision, but ultimately the place that I live, because I have a lifestyle-based business, I end up making more money you know, renting the place that I live in because I can rent a more luxury place and I can use it for business use. I could do events and masterminds and you know, create videos and et cetera. So it really helps my business in a lot of ways. And that's why I decided to rent. Now it's different based on your circumstance. Maybe for example, if I was just like living an average life without the potential to travel, without being able to write off for business, et cetera, then yes, it probably make more sense to, um, to buy a place, right? Um, same thing with cars too. I bought, I bought my car, my Corvette. Um, so I own it fully, but most luxury cars like Lamborghinis or Ferraris are leased. And the reason is with a lease, you can write off for business use. But also when someone is a high income earner, having a car, even like a house, you know, apartment, whatever, you're, you're growing so fast because your business can make, has a potential to make you so much more money that when you um, lease, you have the option and maybe after two years to get a new car. And I kind of always think about luxury cars as like an iPhone. Right, it's like the iPhone. You know, you got the iPhone five, the iPhone six comes out, and every two years, like you're getting a new phone, and it's just the novelty of that and the variety for it. So, with luxury cars, most like eighty percent of wealthy people they lease luxury cars because of the flexibility that it provides. So, again, you know, if you are, are just like an average person, it's better to own the car. But if you're someone whose income's like going like this, and you you have the means to and everything, then there's other options that may make a little bit more sense for you. And I think also, I think the rental market, like actually, I just saw today that um, here in British Columbia, they just approved, uh, they increased the tax for foreign investors because a lot of foreign investors from China that invest in the real estate here, there's a lot of vacancy because a lot of wealthy people from China, they just pull their, put their money here and they just leave the place because there's uncertainty and stuff, and so they put it here. And so they just added a tax, 15% property transfer tax. And so they're making some changes. So I actually believe, or the, like I'm being patient right now, and when you're investing in especially a lot of money, you can't rush it, right? You've got to make an intelligent decision. And for me, I'm just waiting for the right timing because timing is everything. Um, so who knows, over the next two years, maybe a great opportunity might come, maybe the market might go down. Okay, great, now I have the money, I can invest and make that decision. And I'm not, I'm not making decisions based on followers and subscribers and things like that. I make the decisions based on an intelligent, informed uh, place, not an emotional place in any way. Someone says, thanks for my apartment vision. Cool. I, lo- I love seeing people share with me their snaps of like doing their rituals or you know, really cool things they're up to, which is awesome. Hi, are you real? <laughs> this is from Metal Jacket. Yes, I am. Someone says, congrats, really, really pleased. 
Awesome. This person got a few sales online that they shared with me. Uh, let's see, a lot of just comments I'm getting here. All right, here's a question from Mr. JB1. Hey, Stefan, I love your videos and the value you provide to people each day. I have a quick question. When you travel for an extended period of time, three plus months, uh, do you continue to lease on the property you have in Vancouver? I'm looking to do some extended traveling come the fall. Uh, the answer is yes, but when I travel for long periods, like what I just did, travel for four months, I moved out of my old place. I put everything in storage, put my car in storage, and yeah, I just traveled for four months. Um, and so that's what I did the last time because I didn't want to be paying rent and I was looking to upgrade to a bigger place anyways. So that's why I just moved out of the, the last Pentos that I was in. And then funny enough, when I came back to Vancouver, I rented at another, the 40th floor of the Sheraton Wall Center before I was on the 48th. And it was a furnished place that I just stayed in month to month while I was looking to find the place that I now moved into. So, um, you know, for long periods of time, this is a little bit tough. And, you know, there's regulations around Airbnb and stuff like that. So you got to make sure you're compliant. And especially if you live in an apartment, there's strata law, bylaws and things like that too. So you got to be respectful of. Man, I've got to ask you, that 100K a day launch screenshot that you posted, was that through your own internal traffic, social media, YouTube and everything? Or was that through affiliate partners promoting you? All right. So a question here was on my Snapchat, I shared during my launch for Affiliate Marketing Mastery. And I actually recorded a video behind the scenes, maybe it'll come out soon, sharing behind the scenes of my launch. And on one day, I made $100,000, which is a really significant amount of money. So this person was asking, is that from affiliate traffic or is that from my own list, my own social media, et cetera? And the answer was, uh, is that it's only from my traffic. So when I launched Affiliate Marketing Mastery, it was an internal launch. I didn't have any other affiliates or anyone else promote it but myself. I have an email list of over 83,000 subscribers, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that follow on YouTube and social media, et cetera. Um, and I've got a lot of great customers in the past that have purchased from me that are raving fans and receive a lot of value from previous courses and things that I created in the past. And so they're repeat customers, which is really great as well. Uh, but the cool thing is, is now, you know, might launch it again and offer some sort of, you know, who knows what I'll offer at that point, but launch it again and now we'll get affiliates. And when you have something that's proven and you can show other affiliates, other affiliates will want to promote it. And I'm actually going to make an affiliate program soon for it, but it's only going to be available for customers of Affiliate Marketing Mastery or top affiliates. And it's going to be whitelist only. So not anyone can promote it. Only we're going to vet and make sure we have the right people promoting the course I'm actually planning on increasing the price of Affiliate Marketing Mastery. I'm still not sure yet. Right now it's at $2,000, but I've been improving it and making it better. And so the value of it is worth, even as it is right now, it's worth thousands more, but uh, I might increase the price of $3,000 uh, uh, to it and um, maybe offer a discount at it, maybe $2,000 you know, when I launch it again. So we'll see. Um, the first launch was really just uh, I, I created the course based on what people wanted from me, and I surveyed people to find out the best of what people wanted me to include. Um, and now that I've launched, I'm working with all the members, doing coaching, and, and I'm improving it based on what people want more from me. And when you launch a course, you create something. You don't really know what people want until they go through it because there are certain questions and challenges and things that they want uh, more help with. So that's why I'm always committed to improving my products, making it better and better, and over-delivering and that's going to help me improve it. And obviously the value of it will increase as well. And then also because I'm going to help my members and committed to them to getting success, 
I want to get success stories. I want to get amazing testimonials. And I want to be deserving of those testimonials too. I want to make, make sure that I'm worthy of it and that I earn them. And so I'm working and helping people so that, to get results from the course so that I can get those success stories and testimonials that I can then use and, and obviously charge more money for the course when I have more success stories that go along with it as well. Uh, someone's asking where you got your rebounder from. Uh, man, what's the company called? I forget... Um, the, the rebounder that I have right now, actually a friend gave to me, but you don't want to buy a crappy rebounder because um, the poor quality rebounders are really bad for your spine. Um, and so because um, you know you, you can put a lot of pressure on it and the impact and everything. And so the cellulizer is what it's called by David Hall, I think it is. I think that's the best one out there. You can look it up, cellulizer. I think it's David Hall is his name. That's what I recommend. All right, so someone says, can I get a personal email from you? I bought your course, and I have a few questions I'm confused on. Stefan, don't ignore me this time. I vouched for you and told my brother how great your program were, and he paid for K-Money Mastery like six hours ago. Here's my email. You didn't send him the course, and now he thinks the whole thing is a scam. Can you help us out? Okay. Once in a while, I get questions like this. And listen... First thing I'm going to say is you've got to recognize that I get hundreds and hundreds of emails and all that sort of stuff a day on Snapchat, etc. You sending me this on Snapchat is not the best way to get a hold of me and get a hold of my team. You have to understand that I run a business and we have amazing customer support, but on the websites that I have, on Project Life Mastery, on K-Money, all the websites I have, there is a support section on the top and at the bottom, as well as a chat section as well where you can submit questions. That's the best way to communicate to us, okay? So communicate to us that way if you have questions about the programs or issues or whatever. Don't come on Snapchat and send me this message. I care about you. I want to help you. But at the same time, you have to be intelligent enough to know the appropriate place to, to actually contact someone, you know? This is not the appropriate place to reach out to me and I want to help you and I want you to get the results that you're after but you also have to understand and use some common sense and I'm challenging you a little bit out of love because I do love and care and I'm not trying to offend you in any way but I'm challenging you to use some common sense with that and be intelligent about how you how you reach out for help because you have to use the common sense to realize that I have thousands of people that follow me and Snapchat a snap message for a course that you purchase on a different website is not the best way to reach out. I have a team. I hire customer support and people that can help service my customers, and it's impossible for me to respond to everyone on an individual basis. Um, you know, All the products that I sell are through ClickBank. ClickBank and PayPal are third parties. There are companies that you can go directly to instead of me if you want to have a refund or you have some sort of issue with. Um, you know, I'm not in control of that. You know, ClickBank and PayPal are. So you're protected in that way as a consumer. So hopefully this can help you, but I'm not ignoring you. Um, you know, I'm trying to uh, do the best that I can with the hundreds of emails and messages that I get. And so I'm asking for you to have some understanding in that and just communicate in the best way. You know, when you sign up for a course, you, you get the email from ClickBank. ClickBank always sends an email with their, whatever um, email that you put in when you register with ClickBank or PayPal, they send you a direct email, okay? And you can contact them. There's details there on how to access the course, etc. 
We'll also, you get a, a set up your course with us, and then you get an email from me personally for that as well. And like I said on the website, all that, there's contact information that's very clear and visible. Someone's asking, what's the name of the link you said for teenagers? So that's a teen mentoring program that I created for teenagers that are 18 and younger. And you can get access to that at projectlifemastery.com slash teen mentoring. Okay, projectlifemastery.com slash teen mentoring. And that's a free coaching that I'm providing to help teens that don't have role models and want some mentoring um, for, for free. So that's my contribution that I, I want to help and inspire teenagers. All right, here's a cool one. Um, hey, Stefan, my name is Benjamin, uh, but you can call me Benji. I just want to thank you for all the motivation and information you gave to all of us. Thank you to the confidence to build a graphic design company. I, in one month, I've been RU uh, $4,000 to $6,000 a month isn't bad. I've been running it for about three months now, $4,000 $6,000 a month. Isn't bad for a 17-year-old kid. P.S. I am part of your teen mentoring Facebook group. Wow, that's awesome. That's from Kick. Uh, Kakaday Baka. Awesome, man. Congrats. It's really cool to hear. It's pretty inspiring. I, I always get success stories. I get a lot from like young kids. And really, it's like young, the younger people are, I find there's like the less limiting beliefs they have. Oftentimes, the older people are the ones that have all these limiting beliefs and fears and skepticism and stuff. Um, the younger people, it's like they haven't had failure or adversity. They just believe and they have faith and they have confidence. They go for it. And so whenever I see these examples of young 17-year-olds, 18, 19, 20, 21, I'm like, what are the excuses for the older people out there? You know, like you're getting your butt kicked from 17 years old. I had someone that joined my affiliate marketing master, a few that are 15 years old. Mind-blowing, you know, that they're investing in them. They're going to be very successful in their life. There's no doubt about it. By the time they're 20, 25, 30, they're going to have their life taken care of. And so... Um, I love people like that and hearing those stories. You're truly inspirational. One day I'm going to be like you. Awesome. I'll answer a few more, guys. I want to do affirmations, um, and I have a rebounder at home, but I have neighbors and family members living at home. I feel stupid when my sister or dad hear me. Well, you got to understand that that is just a fear. That is just an insecurity and limiting belief, and you got to overcome that. Why does it matter what other people think? Why does it matter if you feel stupid? Um, because you got to remember that successful and happy people do what failures won't do, what unhappy people aren't willing to do. Um, for me, I don't care what other people think. I'll, I'll talk randomly on the street, you know, at the gym, the treadmill, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's having confidence in yourself. Um, other people will make fun of you. They'll tease you. They'll judge you. But... You know, you can't be affected by that. And you've got to understand that that will never go away. People will always judge you, make fun of you, you know, things, certain things about you. But that's their problem to deal with. What other people think of you is none of your business. So that's just their opinion. Um, you know, if you're really worried about it, then just leave the house. Go on a walk. Go for a run, you know, and, and, and say it out loud to yourself. Go and lock yourself in the room. Do it when your parents aren't home or whatever. Um, you know, or inspire them in the process. I inspire people when I do it. Other people are like, wow, that's amazing. Like, respect to that guy. When I'm on the treadmill and stuff, it's pretty funny. I'm like, I get really pumped up and I start making moves and I'm like animated and stuff sometimes. Other people are inspired by it. Other people are like, wow, that's amazing. In fact, I had this one person, I was in um, uh, Puerto Rico. I was on the treadmill in this building, Airbnb place I was staying at. 
And this guy was like, wow, like you inspired me so much. And, you know, it was pretty amazing. So inspire people in the process. All right, next question. I'll, this will be the last question. We'll wrap things up. Good morning, Stefan. I've been watching your video since, uh, uh, since a while. I'm going to start my Amazon FBA business in a few weeks. And today I saw a video about Amazon versus Kindle. I only want an honest answer. Is Kindle Publishing still making money? And how much can I expect if I follow all the steps in a key money mastery course within three months? <laughs> yes, Kindle Publishing, you can still make a lot of money. Um, it always drives me insane whenever I get these questions because people are just operating from the, the wrong mentality around this. Amazon and Kindle is not going away. The opportunity on Amazon and Kindle is bigger than it's ever been. Um, Kindle today is more known, there's more customers on Amazon than ever before. Um, you know, when I got started in Kindle publishing years ago, I didn't believe, like it wasn't what it is today, and I didn't believe you can make more than like five to $8,000 a month. You know, that, like I had a limiting belief. And I've been proven wrong since then because today I see people that are making over $50,000 a month from their publishing business. And Amazon has grown 20% a year. Kindle has grown massively. Um, you know, every Christmas, every, you know, uh, Boxing Day and uh, Black Friday, all this sort of stuff, Black Friday and Amazon. Pro- Amazon is promoting Kindle like crazy. More and more people are getting it. More and more people are buying books and digital formats. The opportunity is growing massively. Now, can you still publish a book and do nothing and make money? Probably not because for all the people that are looking for like a short-term solution, it sounds like you might be because you're asking how much can I expect within three months? That's the wrong mentality, man. How can you, you can't go into a business and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Within three months, I want to make all this money. That's not how you build a long-term, successful, sustainable business. Um, maybe there's some tricks and gimmicks and things that you can do to do that, but if you could just easily make all this money in three months, you're going into, into it with a totally wrong mentality. Like Somehow people think that... like. Building an online business is just like super fast and easy with no work. And it doesn't exist. Um, you know, you're building a business here, man. You're building an asset, something that can have success for many years to come. That takes time. It takes an investment on your part of time in building up something so that you can eventually make money and profit from it. Um, you know, the potential of it is massive. You can make, like I said, there's people making over $50,000 a month. But that doesn't come easily. That comes with hard work and dedication and learning and investing in yourself and your business. And people that I know that do that are really hard workers and they have the right mentality. They're focused on the long term. Um, you know, can you make money fast? Yeah, there's some people that have and do, but oftentimes you don't see people that make a lot of money fast. You're not seeing the background and the history of that person. For me, it's like if I start something today, yeah, I'm probably going to make fat, more, fat money faster than you or other people, but because I already have knowledge and experience of business and I have the right disciplines, the, the mindset. So you can't compare yourself to me if I was starting Kindle today or Amazon because of all the track record and everything that I've done and the money that I have to invest, the time, all that sort of stuff. So you can't compare yourself to people like that. Understand that it takes time. Some people make money fast and some people, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But you always have to approach it from a long-term perspective. Um, usually, you know, people make their first sales or generating money after about a month. Within three months, you can make some, some decent money and stuff. But you want to focus on building a long-term business and make sure it's sustainable. You know, you can just publish a book and, you know, 
buy a bunch of fake reviews and stuff like that, make a bit of money for a month or two, then just have it disappear or have Amazon delete the reviews or get in trouble or ban. But that's not a successful long-term sustainable business. That's not what I teach. That's not what I'm about. I'm, I'm in it and trying to help people that are focused on the long-term. If you're someone that's just trying to get rich quick, do not buy anything that I have, okay? Because you're not the kind of customer that I want. You're not the kind of person that I want to help. I want to help people. All right, sorry guys, my memory card uh, filled up there, but I'm just gonna finish off this last question before I call it a day. Um, so as I was saying, you gotta have the right mentality going in. You gotta understand that it's work. It's, you know, everyone is different. You know, I, there's no, I can't guarantee you that, you know, you're gonna make this amount of money in three months. That's, that's stupid and that's actually illegal as well. I'm not allowed to make any claims like that. Um, if you're willing to work hard, put in the work, then it can change your life. You know, might take you a month, might take you three months, might take you six months, might take you a year, might take you five years. But it doesn't matter. You got time on your side and you got to focus long term and you've got to invest in the training that can guide you and help you to build the foundation. I always use the example building a business is like, you know, planting a, a tree, right? You're going to put the seed in the soil and you're going to water it each day. And you come back after a week, you're not going to see anything there. But you still have to be consistent and you got to have faith. You got to believe that that you know that that seed that you're watering each day is going to sprout and turn into something. You got to believe that one day it's going to be this incredible tree that is going to be around for hundreds of years and continue producing fruit. And you know it, it takes time. You got to keep watering it. You got to put you know keep putting effort in with no immediate return back. But what you don't realize is that when you're consistent and you're watering that tree, that what's happening is there's roots that are growing underground. It's building the foundation. There's things that are happening that you don't, you don't see are happening. And you're consistent with it. And after a few weeks or a month or three months or whatever it is, it starts to sprout, right? Something emerges from the ground. That's when you made your first dollar. And that's when the possibilities start to excite you because you're like, wow, you know, I was consistent. Now it's turning into something. And then before you know it, you keep watering it and it continues to grow and you make more money. Your business grows keep watering it, keeps growing, and eventually becomes a solid tree that, you know, is strong and has these roots that are deep and nothing can push it over. The wind, the weather, whatever, it's strong. It's sturdy. That's the kind of business you want to grow. That's the kind of business that you want to build. And those are the kind of people that I want to work with and help because that's really the, the only way. Other people can sell you and mark you on a get rich quick Go for it, you know, do that if that's what you're all about. But I'm not about that at all. I want to teach people how to build something that's lasting, that is good, that is a force for good, that makes a difference, that can provide you the success and the lifestyle that you want. Amazon FBA is great. Kindle's great. They're all great. I wouldn't recommend and do them if they weren't great um, and share my experience with them and everything as well. So there's many different ways, but you've got to have the right mentality going in. And if you're still unsure about that, you got to watch all the videos that I have because I've, I've addressed a lot of this stuff already. All right. All right. So that's it for questions for today, guys. I, I honestly didn't even scratch the surface here on Snapchat. So many that you guys have sent in, but hopefully this can help you guys. And I, I like to go deep in questions, not just at the surface because, um, you know, what are you going to say in a minute, right? It's like you're not going to be able to go deep and explain the mindset and everything behind it. I like to go deep. That's where the real value is and try to give deep as well to really serve you the best way that I know how. So 
Thank you guys for watching this video. Make sure to subscribe for more videos like this. Make sure to follow me on Snapchat, Stephen James one for more behind the scenes that can help you guys. Um, but again, thank you guys. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level.